0: Over in the next few weeks, we will be interviewing the authors from the collaborative book, The Grief Experience, Tools for Acceptance, Resilience, and Connection, which is set to release in February of 2024. These authors have each experienced their own unique grief journey and will be sharing their personal stories with us. We will also explore the specific tools they used to cope with their grief and how these tools can benefit others who may be going through similar experiences. Grief is a complex and challenging process, and each person's experience is different. By sharing our stories and tools, we hope to provide support, guidance, and comfort to those navigating their grief journey. Each author has experienced different types of loss and comes from a variety of backgrounds, beliefs, and experiences. As a result, they offer valuable insights and perspectives. We are honored to have them join us on this podcast series and to share their stories and tools with you, our Path 11 Podcast listeners. Hi, and thanks for tuning in to the Path 11 Podcast. I am your host, April Hanna. At the Path 11 Podcast, we are here trying to deliver leading-edge research on consciousness, healing, and metaphysics. And just like you, we are trying to answer the big questions about life. Who are we? Why are we here? And what is our purpose? We hope by listening to our podcast, it will make each day you live on Earth a little easier to understand. And now for today's podcast. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Path 11 podcast. We are going to have a specialty run of podcasts that are going to be really specific to a book called The Grief Experience that I am also going to be a part of. I was asked to be a co-author with 24 other authors writing a book um, about grief and tools that people can use. So I thought, what, what what, a better idea than to meet all of these authors individually and bring them onto the Path of podcast, because you guys know this is what we talk about. We talk about death. We talk about healing. We talk about recovery. And we talk about the afterlife. Is there such thing as an afterlife? So I figured it's almost like I'm giving you 25 books and 25 shows, but all of these authors are coming together and bringing their experiences and their tools into one chapter. So I get to write a chapter, my guests get to write a chapter, and we have about 25 of them. So it's going to be a really exciting ride for these next 25 Mondays for you to hear about each person that is going to be writing a chapter in this book, their story, how greets has impacted them, and the tools that they have used in their own journey to get them through. So my first guest, her name is Kathleen Banneke, and we all have a common friend in common, who is Kelly Doherty. Now, if you guys have been following the podcast, I've had her on three times, so you have probably heard one of her episodes. But Kelly is kind of the pioneer and the connector behind all 25 of us. Now, the really cool thing is, you guys know too, I don't know any of these people that are writing. Oh, I might know a couple. We have a couple of colleagues, but for the most part, I really don't know anyone. But what's really cool and what we've learned here on the Path 11 podcast is synchronicity and how all of a sudden I'm going to have this new web of people that I'm going to be connected to. And I know that there is a reason and a synchronistic reason. Why all twenty-five of us have been chosen, and why we're all coming together? Why we all said yes, and why we're all writing something in this book? So it's going to be really exciting to see what I have in common with these people, where the synchronicities lie, and I really hope that you enjoy kind of a different tone for the Path Eleven podcast because some of these people haven't aren't authors yet. This is the first thing that they're writing, and usually when I have guests on, they have already written a book or have written written many books and, you know, we're talking to to people like that. But I kind of feel like this, these next 25 weeks is going to be really cool because we're just sitting down, just talking to people, just having a great conversation. And it's not so much about what classes are they teaching and what new things are they putting out there? So there's a little bit of, about the book, but really this is more about human connection, learning about people, learning about their grief journeys and learning about tools that they have used along the way. So, uh, Kathleen Banneke has known my friend Kelly Doherty, I guess, most of her life. So, I'm really excited to hear how she came into Kelly's life or how Kelly came into her life. And she also told me before we hit record that she's going to talk to us about miracles and prayer and vision boards too, and something, a miracle that has happened through prayer for her that I'm really excited to hear about. So, Kathleen, welcome to the Path 11 podcast. And thank you so much for you know, collaborating and being an author in this book. And I would love to hear a little bit more about how Kelly came into your life, because you might be the one person in this book that has known her the longest. I think that I have. Kelly and I were neighbors. I am a
1: mother of two wonderful children, Sean and Catherine. They are grown ups now, but when they were children, Kelly came into my life as a babysitter for them. And her mom... Eileen, who was featured in her last book, was one of the, my first friends in the neighborhood. She was kind and generous. She always came over and said, what do you need to that? And as a mother and a worker, I had a career in corporate life. I worked very hard in order to try to get everything to fit together. Now that my children are grown and successful, thank the Lord, and healthy, thank the Lord, There's a miracle I'd like to share with you about the journey that we took. Kelly was instrumental in helping to develop my children's personalities because she is unconditional as far as her love is concerned. And she nurtured them as if they were her own, even though she was young. When she lost her mom, which is so sad, I drove her and her dad to the hospital on that horrific day and her decision to go into grieving counseling has been one of the most joyous parts of me knowing her because of all that she can give to others. My journey started when I surrendered to the 12-step program of Alcoholics Anonymous. I am a, in recovery for 37 years. Congratulations. I Thank you. I never thought that I would be able to live one day at a time. And if anyone knows about the recovery program, they know that it is, they have, are full of promises. And through the 12 steps, I'm able to live those promises today. Part of those promises is that you'll have a life beyond your wildest dreams. And I do. I have recreated myself. I am now in retirement. I'm an artist. I do jewelry. I'm writing my first book. I am now looking at a children's book. I am what's called a quote-unquote sheller. Now, what does that mean? Well, I go to the beach, and I create artwork based on shells. I have one art piece that I do on a consistent basis is the tree of life. And in my life, my parents, unfortunately, were both alcoholics. So it has taken me a very long time to synchronize my mind and my body. Most of my life, I was disassociated, which means that I wasn't in touch. But I've worked very hard in therapy. Obviously, as I had said, the AA program, I've practiced unconditional love, and I met a beautiful woman. Her name is Jean Marie Roncalo. And that woman became a sister to me. A mother to my children, an aunt to my children, actually. I made her my daughter's godmother. She was the first person who ever came into my life and gave me unconditional love. I didn't know what that meant. And through her, I learned prayer and I learned to turn my life over to a higher power, which I call God. Through the AA program, through my spiritual life, through my vision board, I now sell my artwork. I sell my jewelry. I also am really looking forward to this first book that Kelly's, second book that Kelly's going to do, the first book that I'm going to begin. But let me backtrack a little bit. When Catherine was in third grade, I guess she was about eight years old, she told me she had pain in her arm and we didn't know what it was. reported to the doctor and they immediately took x-rays and it was the worst. They said it was cancer, but luckily it was not. But it was something that gave her debilitating pain for the next 20, let's see, 19 years of her life. And Kelly was her, uh, not Kelly, I'm sorry, Jean Marie was her godmother. So Jean Marie came to me about oh, I don't know, seven years ago, and said she was diagnosed with cancer. And I said, well, what can I do? And she said, just, you're my dearest friend, just be with me. And I said, of course, you know, whatever I can do. And that journey was the most beautiful learning experience of my life. We traveled together. We went out to Montauk. We went to Greenport. We went to Maine. We did things. We went into Manhattan. I come from New York. We did. We traveled. And she had a vision and she had a bucket list. I now have a vision board and bucket list. On my vision board, the center of that board is prayer, God, unconditional love, blessings, and family, friends, joy, the 12-step program. One day at a time. And that's the way I live my life. And it's taken me a very, very, very long time to get there. I do yoga every day. I exercise every day. I eat well. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I take very good care of myself. Not only from a physical standpoint, from from an emotional standpoint. And through the, I believe the the, um, yoga, to be perfectly honest with you. I no longer am disassociating. I now feel my body from head to toe. And I'm able to create works of art. And I'm very surprised that that's something that I did. I also captain my own boat. I love the ocean. I love everything. But let me go back to my daughter. My daughter's chronic pain prevented her from sleeping prevented her from doing the things that she wanted to do. She had what's called a bone infection, chronic osteomyelitis of the distal radius bone of the left arm. She had five surgeries, was home, homeschooled, had to have people coming in. And Jean-Marie and I, we focused on prayer. I brought her to every healing service she could possibly imagine. Well, as it turns out, I didn't know this, but when Jean Marie passed away, I received Catherine received we received a miracle. The day after Jean passed, Catherine's pain completely disappeared. Now, as a woman, I figured up oh, miracles, but then I started looking into it a little bit further, and what I found out is that an individual through prayer, because this woman was a woman who prayed, can actually ask the Lord, please take my prayers and my suffering and heal or be a benefit to this individual person. And I believe that she offered up her sufferings and offered up her prayers for Catherine's healing. Catherine, when she Became out of pain, gave me a call. And of course, there were tears. There was happiness. I mean, this girl suffered with doctors. I mean, it can be certainly documented that she was on pain medication with a pain management doctor for most of her life. Well, she didn't She didn't stop. She said, Mom, I want to be a nurse. She enrolled herself into a program. 18 months later, she passed the test. She's now where we're in. And she's dedicated to helping people. I, on the other hand, said to myself, well, how can I be of some service? So I got my certificate, certification in Alzheimer's dementia. And am now a director, part-time, in a social club for, for adults who need assistance. What can I say? My vision, my board, my bucket list is becoming reality. All of the things that I've dreamed about are becoming true. Jean-Marie and I traveled to Yugoslavia, Medjugorje, which is now Bosnia-Herzegovina. In Yugoslavia, I'm guessing, like, I'm not really good with the time span, but I was about 30, 40, 36 to 40 years old. I went to Bosnia which is now Medjugorje, where the Blessed Virgin Mary was appearing to three children, an apparition. I didn't spend one week there. I was a very hurt person growing up as a child of an alcoholic and, of course, being an alcoholic myself. So I went back and I spent six weeks of my life in Medjugorje And received a conversion experience that brought me back to my faith. And I've prayed ever since. And one of the beautiful gifts that I've been given by the Blessed Virgin Mary is the rosary. Now, many people look at the rosary and they're like, what? What is this? It's just prayer. Rosary is a meditation. It is one of the most beautiful meditations and the most fulfilling meditation. That I've ever done. I do a decade of the Rosary every day, and because of Jean's death, believe it or not, my faith has been strengthened. And I feel if I don't pray in a day, there's something wrong. I actually feel it within my soul, within my heart, that there's something wrong. So I am brought to prayer, which I did before and sat down with you, I prayed that the Lord would be an instrument within me so that I could give a message of hope, healing, love, miracles to those who listen to this podcast. When you pray the rosary, it's 10 Hail Marys, 10 Hail Marys, 10 Hail Marys, 10 Hail Marys. But each one of those Hail Marys, each one of those beads represent a meditation that you can do to get closer to Jesus Christ, our Savior. The Joyful Mysteries is all about Jesus' birth. The mother conceiving the body of Christ within her womb, taking Christ to her friend, the joy of John the Baptist, jumping, knowing. That Christ is coming into the world. The birth of our Lord Jesus Christ in the stable. The presentation of Jesus in the temple. And then, of course, finding Christ in the temple. All joyful things for the Blessed Mother. The sorrowful mysteries, when you meditate on the sorrowful mysteries, you realize the connection that we have with Christ. The connection that he gives us as a Savior. Because here he is in Calvary, praying, God, take this from me. I don't want to do this. If it be your will, I will. I don't want to do this. And he suffers, and he cries, and he is brought to suffering on the cross for us. First he's scourged, and then he's mocked with a crown of thorns. Then he carries that cross in front of people who are insulting him. Now, this is a man who has done nothing. And then he's put up on the cross in front of his mother. And he says, Father, forgive them. They don't know not what they do. Mother, this is your tr-. To John the Baptist, who is standing with him. The sheets tear in the temple and people know we have killed a man who is innocent, who has come to save us through love, unconditional love of God. It's unbelievable. And then we get to the glorious mysteries, which is coming up. This is the Lenten season right now, and I'm speaking to you, April. And he rises, he stands. He goes up to his Father in heaven. The Holy Spirit descends upon the apostles and us when we ask. And through meditation, we find how beautiful, how absolutely beautiful that Holy Spirit is within our souls. And then, of course, the Blessed Mother is taken up to heaven and crowned. Crowned Queen of heaven and earth. Through this rosary, I have found mercy. I have found love. I must tell you that the miracle of Jean's healing has given me the most beautiful gift I have ever received. I love the Eucharist. I feel that it is the true body of Christ. I love my visions. I love my life. And I love taking care of the temple that the Lord has given me. I don't know what else to say, April, except
0: do we have anything more? Right. So you've really turned, you know, when your best friend had died, your your faith, so your faith has really brought you through all trials and tribulations in your life. When you became sober and you turned to the 12-step program and you started creating these vision boards and meditating and doing your rosaries and, you know, kind of taking that pilgrimage over, You know, that has really been what has helped you through your journey and, you know, seeing your child suffer, you know, going through, you know, the cancer that she had and then seeing this miracle of her pain completely disappearing, you know, after your best friend had died. And you had mentioned that you wanted to look into this a little bit more. So what exactly did you research or where did you find information that helped you to come to the conclusion of your best friend kind of giving her sins over for the healing of your daughter. Is that somewhere in scripture? It is, it is. It's actually, it it is
1: in scripture. Um, I can't tell you off the bat where, but I did ask priests. I asked my husband, who is a very spiritual man who really has a tremendous knowledge of the Bible and what it said in, and it is something that we can look up. We can just look up, um, we can go to, healing, and prayer. And you will get some information on how you can actually, I'm, I'm actually going from the seat of my pants here, but it is, it is there where it says, and I did do some research through people. I asked the uh, priest in my parish. I asked my husband. I asked friends. jean Murray's family was a family prayer her uncle was a deacon. I myself am a Eucharistic minister and elector. My husband works as a sacristan in the church. And I went to rural Catholic schools. To answer your question, I don't have a specific reference for that, but I do know that that is a true statement.
0: Right. So the tool that you're going to be kind of sharing with readers in the grief experience book is—is is it going to be primarily on the creation of the vision board and how to do that and how that Helped manifest things in your life, or is it? Are you offering a different tool?
1: The tool that I'm offering is prayer, meditation within the rosary, and of course, um, a vision, a vision board. I think everyone should know where they want to go in life. I think they should have direction, and also the importance of getting in touch with the full self through. Exercise, eating well, giving up those things that are impeding you from being the best person you can be. So diet, exercise, meditation, spirituality, prayer. Those are the things that, for me, are most important in in my life. Um, and I love the ocean. The ocean fulfills me. Uh, I don't know if you can see this, but behind me are some of the works
0: of art that I do. Yeah, I do see it, yeah. And it's so, so here's a synchronicity. See, I already found one with us. So in August of this past year, I went to Georgia. And so I recently have started doing art and abstract art. I've been, you know, playing with with the artistic, uh, I guess, gifts that you could say God has given me and having a lot of fun and joy with it. And so when I went to Tybee Island in Georgia, I'm sorry, in, uh, yeah, it was Georgia. We went to Tybee Island. I was just like enamored by the seashells. And I started picking them up and I was looking at the ones that kind of look like the Fibonacci spiral. It's kind of like the spiral of life here and I was really drawn to certain ones. And I said, you know what, I'm going to bring these shells back and I'm going to put them in my art. So I'm going to have to share with you. I'll have to send you some some photos of stuff that I have done. And it came out really beautiful. And then just this past weekend, I went to Myrtle Beach. and was on the beach and, you know, felt again like I need to bring some of these shells home and, you know, put them in the art. And each time I create a piece of art with shells, it feels so amazing. And it's amazing how they can bring, you know, art to life. And it just feels so calming because of the ocean and the energy that the ocean brings. So I love the pieces of art that you have behind you. And I'm excited to email you a couple of photos of things that I have done too. I'm just starting out using them. But yeah, it's really, you know, I've kind of said, gosh, I, m- I might either have to go and move closer to the ocean or maybe this might also be my thing. Maybe I'll bring, you know, shell more shells into the abstract art that I do. I tell you something, I name my art pieces
1: most of the time. And the tree of life, my rendition of the tree of life is the one that sells the best. But Sanibel Island was ravished by the last storm about eight months ago. And I had collected the year before there were shelling capitals of the world, believe it or not, where you can go and pick up shells. And those shells are absolutely stunning. So I also use Sanibel shells in my artwork. And many people are aware and they want them and they feel that, you know, they're they're very special. Um, This is a gift. This is something that has just, I mean, I love the ocean. I love the beach. I love my boat. I love fishing. I love all those things. So why not bring that to a board? Why not bring that to art? And I agree with you. It's so nice to be able to take something from nature and create with it. What? I mean, that's what it's all about. My children's book is going to be about shells throughout the whole world. And now each one of those shells was made by God. And each one of us are made by God. The shells all get along. We should all get along.
0: Yeah. And where do you sell your art? Do you sell it like through Etsy or locally where you are? Or, you know, maybe our listeners might want to go on and see like, oh, what is she making? Thank you so much. Right now, I am a snowbird in
1: Flagler Beach and I sell my art at the beach, down at the beach. They have art festivals and things like that. I am creating right now an Etsy account. But if anyone is interested, my um, email is K-A-T-H-B as in boy, A-N as in Nancy, I-C-K-I at gmail.com. And I'd be happy to follow more information as soon as my Etsy website gets on. Or if you'd like something, I'll bring it right through there.
0: Yeah. And you're in Florida,
1: right? I am right now in Florida, but I live in Seaford. I also do jewelry.
0: Oh, beautiful. Well, I know that we have listeners in Florida. uh, (laughs) So they might, we have listeners, uh, you know, all around the world, but we definitely have listeners in Florida too. So when are you, what beach are you at? in case they hear this, because I think this show is probably going to air sometime in August, even though we're recording it because you had made reference kind of close to Easter. We're recording this in March right now of 2023, but it's going to come out in August. So if people want to head on down to the beach where you're selling your art, what beach is it or where could they find you? I'm going to be in August. I'll be at Gilgo Beach on Long Island, New York.
1: My, wow. my life is very full. I do a lot of traveling and I live in Seaford, Long Island, New York, but I spend four months in Florida right now. And that's like the beach, but I will be at Gilgo Beach in August. I'm probably going to do, I would do barefoot sandals and I do a lot of ankle bracelets using shells. And I'm hoping that my work will be displayed down at Gilgo Beach as well as other places and Etsy. I'm getting, I've actually put in the information to start previewing my work and Etsy. So it's going to, it's all coming together. The most important thing, I think, is to believe in yourself. And honestly, I, I didn't really know that these were things that were going to be important to other people. And the gift is self-love, self-acceptance, and just keep going forward with your vision, your bucket list, the things that you want to accomplish in your life. And take good care. Take really, really good
0: care of yourself through prayer because yeah. the answer is there. Well, and just such a beautiful story, you know, of... Uh you know, a story coming around 360 of Kelly coming into your life, uh, babysitting your children, um, you know, rearing them in a nice way, uh, like you said, kind of helping to build their personalities. And now here she is a grown, successful woman uh, who turned her grief into service. And now she's returned back to you and says, hey, come write a chapter in my book. (laughs) And, you know, so it's like kind of that that gift of love and relationship just kind of, keeps on giving in a way for you guys to also stay connected all throughout the years and for you guys to really collaborate on something very meaningful so kathleen thank you so much for being guest today and it was really lovely meeting you and putting a, a face to the name and this really helps me overall because i get to connect my heart with all the authors so you know this book will be even more special because i'll actually get a chance to meet all of you and uh Learn a little bit about you. So, thank you for sharing your story with us. Um, thank you for your faith in prayer and and sharing that and showing us how prayer has really uh, worked in your life and created a beautiful life for you and also provided the foundation to get you through some tougher times. So, thank you so much, and thank you everyone for listening. And if you are interested in the uh, grief experience book that we are writing here, we will put a link in the show notes that will bring you back to the Center for Informed Grief, where you'll be able to make that purchase. And we will be giving Path 11 podcast listeners a little bit of a discount there. So if you go ahead and click that link, you'll be able to read more and see more about this wonderful book that is going to be coming out in February of 2024. All right, everyone. Well, thank you so much. And look for Kathleen at the beach. And hopefully you'll pick up some of her art. And thanks for listening. We'll talk to you guys thank next week. so m- much. Be well. God Amen. bless. Thanks so much for tuning in to today's show. If you haven't already, please subscribe and rate and review the Path 11 Podcast in Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, this podcast is made possible by our sponsor, Path 11 TV. Visit path11tv.com to start a seven-day free trial of exclusive video content on consciousness, healing, and life after death. That's path11tv.com and be sure to use coupon code PODCAST30 to take 30% off your annual membership. Start satisfying your spiritual curiosity with a membership to Path 11 tv today. Bye for now.